Welcome back to the Starting Five Podcast on SB Nation Greasy Bear Blues. I'm the one P Sharp with you guys. What's going on, y'all? At underscore Scott Lady on Twitter. Uh, I'm Mr. Float on this week. Uh, I'm trying to be as efficient as Tyus Jones is with these floaters. Tyus Jones and the rest of the Grizzlies, really. <laughs> and yo, just like the Bane man himself, this is a guy the corner man, Young Trev. You know, always there in the corner open. Double dribble glitches, you guys. My name was good. Good job, your man, Tev Shakir, even though I'm in, in vainly efficient, I'm holding it down in the paint, man. And I'm about to start a petition for us to get uh, Taj Jones floater a 99 on 2K. So y'all rock with <laughs> so what's up? So what's up, man? But first off, remember, follow us on Twitter at the starting five, the number five MEM. Follow Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies and listen to the other podcasts on the network. Three and D podcast drop on Tuesdays, Core Ford podcast drop on Wednesdays, and GBB Live drops on Thursdays. And of course, we lead out the week every Monday. And this week, the Grizzlies finally played the game. First time in a, about two weeks, close to two weeks, close enough. 12 uh, days, sir. 12 days, yeah. Pretty much two weeks. Two weeks is 14, so yeah. <laughs> um, how many postponements? We had one, two, three, four, five postponements and six total, if you include that Minnesota game that got postponed. But finally played the San Antonio Spurs on Saturday night, and we went to work. Didn't look like we missed a beat at all. I don't think anybody had a bad game. So we beat the Spurs 129 to 112. Revenge from the first game of the season. Although we played them again on tonight. On uh, This podcast comes out Mondays. We are recording on Sunday. So I'm speaking as in it's on the day that it's coming out. But how y'all feel uh, about the performance of the team? Um, really good performance. Um, I think I tweeted yesterday after, today, after yesterday's game, and it kind of goes back to my – Grizz of the week or my star of the week last week, but Taylor Jenkins, again, just continues to make sure that his team um, is right mentally, is right physically when it comes to um, different situations of the season. I think to kind of, I mean, I think the job that he's done dealing with COVID, dealing with the young team, for them to have been off for 12 days, like you said, Sharky, and then to come out and put a 130 on the Spurs. And This isn't the old Spurs who probably would hold somebody to 80, 90, 95 points, but Still, this is a great Popovich-led team, and to put up 130 against any NBA team after being off for 12 days is pretty remarkable. I mean, I think everybody was good to go. John Morant was good. Dylan Brooks was pretty efficient. You see plus 17 there um, in the plus-minus column. DeAnthony Meltzer was good. Desmond Bain, uh, we'll get to him in a second. He doesn't miss from three, apparently. Um, so I think it's just a testament to the, what he's done as the coach, I think for me personally, when he was hired on as the head coach of the Grizzlies, I was a little, I was a little skeptical, but I think he's done nothing but prove me wrong. And I think probably other people as well, too, because I think he probably wasn't the the name that people were looking for. But um, great performance by him, great performance by the team. And I can't wait to beat the Spurs again. <laughs> yeah, that's true there, man. Well, I'm just going to ring the same bell as you on this one, Lito. Uh, kudos to Taylor Jenkins for having this team uh, prepared to play after 12 days of the out five games being postponed. Uh, this is probably, of course, why well, was it, of course, it's probably one of the best performances of the entire season. Uh, of course, job was job. Uh, pretty efficient game. Dylan Brooks and Lito Mission. He had things in the second half. Yeah, Steve Melton also had a great game as well. So, kudos to the Grizz, and um, we'll see what lies ahead. 
Yeah, man. One thing that I kept on thinking when I was watching this game was, thank, like, remember the time when we used to watch Grizz and Spurs games? It was like, dang, man, this, this might be a L. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> now we can finally watch the Grizz and just, like, some kind of peace, right? We're watching a really, really good team. Uh, well, coach team, uh, well, defensive team. I can bring some stats in for you just real quick. Um, with top six in opposing uh, points per game and top four in steals and uh, top three in blocks, believe it or not. Um, so I do think that we'll continue to bring on the defensive intensity. Like uh, Coach Jenkins got the boys playing, like I said, very, very good basketball, um, unselfish basketball for the most part. We do have some that you know keep taking shots here and there that they're not supposed to, but you know, that player's gotten better this season, so we're going to leave it at that point. Um, but, like like I said, I'm really impressed of what I'm seeing. Uh, Skyler, you brought up the point um, about Desmond Bain, and, like, <laughs> like we just found out that he's the number one leading three-point percentage, you know, in the league right now. Like, not just rookies, but in the entire league, and that's pretty impressive. I don't think that's going to stop anytime, uh, anytime soon. I'd definitely like to hear y'all opinion, but uh, to throw a Another random stat: uh, the Steph Curry led uh, his rookie. Steph Curry led the rookies his rookie year uh, with forty three point seven percent from three. Do y'all think that Bang will break that record or not? Obviously, it depends more so on how things look once uh, three J gets back and Justice Winslow for them. And I know still work on missing too much, but McCoy um, is eventually back in the lineup. Uh, adjustments are going to have to be made. So the shot that David Bain is in now uh, could go up. They could diminish when those two are officially uh, back in the lineup. But uh, I really think if he's the team winning on this role that he's on, I really think he can break this record. So it all depends on what happens when they're fully healthy and how Taylor Jenkins is going to manage those minutes between he, Grayson Allen, and the Anthony Milton. Yeah, for me, I actually think he can he can break the records. I, I think part of his efficiency is just him not probably he's not jacking six and seven threes per game. He's probably taking what three, four, maybe five at the most on some of these games. And so I think you see his efficiency because with those four or five or maybe three that he's taking, he's making about three or four of those a game. So I, I think he, I think he can keep that up. I'm I'm not too really concerned about when. Uh, Triple J gets back or when Justice Winslow is get back. I think you'll start to see his numbers um, um, increase as the as the season goes on. I think the only thing I could potentially be worried about is a rookie wall. Um, but I think I think he's fine because I think he's one of those um, rookies that that may not be too much of an issue for him just because he plays so much in college. Yeah, as for me, uh, I don't I think he's gonna break it. I mean, like uh to the point of scouting Trevor. I just don't – I mean, he said 52% now. I mean, 43%. That's a ways. I do feel like a lot of averages. So, I did participate in the roundtable uh, blog that Parker Fleming for GBB, he wrote uh, last week. Uh, I think it came out Friday, and he asked a question about, you know, uh, Desmond Bain. One, about the back of two spots. So, when Edward Tripper J and Justice, who I didn't want to even, want to even mention now since they're supposed to be back at the end of January, and it's about February. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was asking who you think is going to be the backup two when uh, both of them will get back. Uh, who should be the backup two between Bain, Grayson Allen, and Nathan Melton? Because really, if we want 10-man rotation, only one of them two would be playing in that case. 
unless you don't play Xavier Tillman. So in my case, I was like, we need to play the Rickies. Um, go ahead, play Bane out of that group. Although Melton made it very hard last night, the way he played and the way he shot from three, shooting four for seven, scoring 20 points, and his defense combined with that. So, and Gracie Adam didn't play last night. But even if Bane plays less, that means his percentage doesn't go down because he's not shooting. So that helps him in that case. Um, so I don't think it go down any further. But to continue on, Bane, Parker did ask another question about did we believe which one's more likely, Bane shooting for continuing at 48% at that time, one to 52% after that game, or a job making all-star team. I chose job making all-star team, which job 19 and 11 showed why, I mean, he's a superstar. But <laughs> – I thought a lot of averages are going to drop Desi Bain, but, I mean, he wanted 52%. So, it's like, you know. <laughs> I, I, I like I like that that question, though. Like, that was a real good question. Um, I think, for me, and, and, you know, you brought up the Ricky Wall. I think the Ricky Wall would have a lot to do with a player's fatigue, right? But in this age of COVID, are players really getting, you know, fatigued? Like, the Grizz just missed, what, the last five, six games. So, it's like – you know, he's not shooting, so the percentage is going to stay there. And then we talk about the Ricky Wall, which I don't see. I wouldn't see him hitting, honestly, especially if the, the season keep on going and the NBA, you know, cancel three, four, five games at a time. Like, I, I think his percentage would be up there. So, um, I love that. But for John Morant to be an all-star, I think that the voters, you know, especially with the coaches and everything, they look at Memphis as a up-and-coming team, but he may get that Mike Conley treatment. It's like, yeah, y'all winning, but, you know, there are other players that we like to see ahead of you. How, how y'all feel about that one? And speaking of Mike Conley, that might be who he don't make the All-Star game because of. He balling. Mike <laughs> Shout out to Mike Conley, man. He balling. Um, but, and too, did you did you retweet something? Was that fan voting? That job was starting so far? No, 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 no. That was me. That was me. That was me. That was, that was me. you. Yeah, that was my, my votes. Yeah, I voted for John Moran for sure. Like I said, the Grizz are top five, top six. And John Moran, even though he's missed a few games, like came back and he's clearly the leader of the franchise. So I, I love to see him in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I saw it was a graphic. It has Jeff, it has Stealth and Ja in the backcourt together. I don't know if it's hey, like you a fan. Starter, didn't you? Yeah, I'm thinking. And so far, he's yeah, leaving. No, I bought him as a starter. I look, I look, I looked it up real quick. Hold on. Okay. But yeah, I mean, speaking of it, I mean, what? Who you agree is the game? Start the game. Um, start the game for me. Um, I think it was easily for me. The Anthony Melton was was it for me? I think. Um, you mentioned the earlier shark, I think four of seven from three, as you see here, eight of 13 from the field is a plus 11. Um, I think it also looks like he was the leading scorer as well for the game. So I think he was really good. Um, being also being able to kind of help that second unit as well too. Jesus Christ. I didn't realize he had 32 minutes. (laughs) Um, but I think that, I think that's good too. Being able to kind of, to bring that, that second unit on and, and spell minutes for John Rampart, as you see, only had 28. So, um, Grizzle of the Week or Star of the Week for me is DeAnthony Melton. I'm going to stick with the second unit here for my Star of the Night, since we're talking about the game last night. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Desmond Bain. Uh, the reason I'm going with Desmond Bain, uh, or C, chipped in 15 points off the bench. Uh, he'll provide an additional boost to the second unit, as Tyler just mentioned. Uh, three for three from three. 
think that's probably the stat that stuck out for him. Three, three threes, but he made most of them. I think he finished six of eight from the field also. Uh, just providing the spacing for the grid is just something that we never thought that we had. And, of course, we hadn't seen since Mike Miller. Uh, so, going forward, man, this grid team is going to be key. And honestly, that's all I need that thing to do. Just get out on the floor, compete. Have open three, shoot it. I don't need you to put it on the ground. Just try to do nothing else. Like all that is a bonus. You have the capability, but I just need you to catch and shoot and it's on display. Uh, with the game against the Spurs and ended up with a dust. So my star tonight is going to be at some bang. Cool. Um, so my star tonight will actually be, uh, I just named them John Morant, like 19 of. 11, like you're finding your players, you know, with the with 11 assists, you're finding your players at the spots that they like the ball, of course. Like, I mean, that's that's basketball for sure. Um, but when you got guys shooting 50% from three pointers, like get the ball to them, and John Moran is doing an excellent job of that. Um, one for five from three, which is, you know, I guess it's like an off night. I definitely wouldn't say he's not a good shooter because he is, but one for five, of course, that's just me nitting. But I'm going uh, John Morant uh, with 19 and 11, and I guess that definitely want to play at the game too. And, um, by the way, I got the returns right now. It's Dame and uh, Luca lean for the guard spots uh, for the Western Conference as well. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, my star of the night would be none other than Mr. Demetrius Morant, John Morant. <laughs> uh, but. I mean, you could, you really couldn't go wrong with anybody. Nobody played bad on this team. John Conshaw came in and got seven rebounds. I mean, golly. Uh, Jane, 15 and seven. Tyus Jones, efficient, eight and eight. Got Tillman, six and six and two blocks. Brandon Clark, 14 and five. I mean, you really can't go wrong. But Reese, I choose Ja because when the Spurs made their run for a quarter and got back with their five, um, I was wondering why Taylor Jenkins didn't have Ja in the game. Dylan Brooks was having a good game and decided to take a couple of bad shots. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly yeah. what as he, as, he, as he always does, and I know exactly what moment you're talking about, too. Yeah. yeah Jock carried the game, drove to the hole, dished it out to a catch-and-shoot Dylan Brooks, which is what we want him to do. And he knocked down both of them threes thanks to amazing, two amazing passes by Jock that – it essentially ended the game. And throughout the game, Ja was just making so many crazy layups. I mean, looking like Kyrie out there. I mean, I thought only Kyrie can make them type of layups. Ja was doing Yeah, his his layup package is is is, is top notch. <laughs> I, I, would, I would give him that. Like top, like you had top, like layup packages, I would say Kyrie's up there. Um, Steph is up there, but John Moran, he's coming. And I think again, we we've said this several times before, and we said this at the beginning of the season. You see where how, you see that he's been in the gym. I think some of those finishes he wasn't necessarily doing. He wasn't finishing last year. He's finishing those, and you kind of see that with some of those finishes he's getting. He's getting on Sports Center, and with him getting on Sports Center, you're starting to see that he's starting to get a lot of these um, All Star votes as well. So I hope he keeps it up. I really hope that he gets an All Star bid, but you, you never know. The, 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 as early as we are with this All Star bid, it's, it's early and it changes every week. But I really hope it, it sticks for him. Like his, his yeah, layup package the- is crazy, but I've never seen a player miss so many highlight dunks before. <laughs> like, come on, man! Finish, finish at the rim, man. Hey, at least he landed. At least he landed well this year. He ain't got the mark on landing. That's true. That's true. What you were saying, Trevor? Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just gonna get ready to say, I'm, I'm hoping uh, I'm getting a nod too. And just just like Memphis, man, it's gonna potentially come down between him and for the last guard spot, man. That's it's gonna suck. I think we'll be happy regardless, but I think we much rather have Jada. Uh, and two, I believe you know more than all of us because you have 2K21. I'm just gonna ask in the yes, yeah, but does Ja have his own layup package? Okay. I, actually, he does because he keep on doing his damn 360 layup that I keep missing. And he's the only player I do a 360 layup with. So I'm going to say yes. I, I can look up for sure and have a definite answer um, next podcast. But he's the only player I do a 360 layup with. So I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, there uh, we go. We're going to have to get our star got it on layup package. So, hey, we can just get him a dunk package and leave him done. Well, before we move on, does Tyus Jones have a floater package and is it 99? Nah, but shoot, that's what I'm getting the petition for. Get ready to sign it. <laughs> All, right, All right. So, let's preview this upcoming week. Got the Spurs again in San Antonio. And remember, DeMar DeRozan week self only got held. Another thing for Dylan Brooks held DeMar DeRozan to five points. Him and Anthony Melton, whoever always guarded him. I'm pretty sure both of them two were the main guardians of him. So, Held him to five points. Uh, he got frustrated, tried to act buck, buck a little bit. Tried to think he was doing something. He wasn't doing that. We'll see him again. Um, so we'll see how he responds in his second go around with them. After that, we played the Pacers Tuesday in the back-to-back days uh, at Indiana. It's going to be a pretty tough one. Played Houston Thursday, who are on a winning streak since John Wall's been back for injury. And we played New Orleans at the Pelicans Saturday for the rivalry. What's our guy record being this week? I'm going three and one. I'm low-key thinking two and two because I think that that back-to-back at, at Indiana is tough. Um, even if it wasn't a back-to-back, Indiana is one of the best teams um, in the Eastern Conference, probably like top five um, teams in the league. So, um, that's my one loss. I'm also a little worried some about the New Orleans game. Um, we've kind of had struggles here and there with New Orleans. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm kind of at two and two. But I think as great as defense as Memphis has played, um, as deep as they run through the lineup, I'm going 3-1 with the only loss coming against Indiana. Uh, I'm actually going to go three and one as well. I think we take care of business. Uh, Spurs, well, we, by the time this comes out, it'll be in, uh, well after the game or whatever. Uh, we split Indiana. I think it's the first one. And the next one just will be just because we have an off night or something like that. And I think Memphis gets up for that New Orleans game. And I think they'll get, uh, get that up there. So I'm going to go three and one. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. After the Suns game, that showed me a lot about this team. So I'm really to go ten, and I'm I'm ready to go on a ten game streak, man. Give me four and zero. I'll do it. Like that Suns game, like I I, I think we definitely win uh, San Antonio. Um, Indiana is a is a, 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 a will be a close one, but they have lost a bunch to a team that they should have won. Um, Houston, John Wall's playing out of his mind, but I think that I definitely carry us on through that game. And then New Orleans, it's New Orleans. I'm I don't like them. I don't like 
I don't like the media's portrayals. Like, how about that? So with that being said, I think Memphis know what's up. I think Ja gonna come out with the injury, you know, not the injury, the energy that he's supposed to come out with, and he's gonna show why he won Ricky over the over the year over Zion anyway. So uh, put me down for no ten game win streak. Okay, how many Super Bowls is Tom with this upcoming Super Bowl? How many Super Bowls is Tom Brady being in, including this upcoming ten? Ten. All right, y'all know my answer. Four in a row. Yes, was four plus six. I'm happy I ain't the only one. <laughs> it was four plus six. Ten. <laughs> Get that 10 game with the streak on, man. Four and no. Do I really believe we're going four and no? I ain't gonna lie. No, I don't. But I'm gonna say we're going four and no anyway. That back to back game. Hey, man. That back to back. Indiana is the one that if we lose, that's why I say we'll lose. But yeah, thank God, okay. you know, we first place in the division. Let's go ahead and stand that divisional lead. So, bro, if you if you if the Grizzlies go ten straight, like that's that's something. Like seriously, like I don't care who that is again to go have ten consecutive wins as the Grizzlies. I think that's a lot, and I it's also kind of a little frustrating that 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 New Orleans game isn't on ESPN of some right. sort. Like that's that's crazy. I think if it was any other like one two matchup. Um, but I mean, heck, if it was any other one-two matchup from any other um, teams or something like that, then that would be televised. But for them to not televise John Moran and, and Zion Williamson, it's it's kind of kind of stuck. Here's the thing, because well, even though even if they go ten and zero, like they can beat Toronto and Charlotte, and they'll be twelve and zero, and then they could possibly be going having that one-two battle you've been talking about with the Lakers on national TV. If you look at the schedule right now, so I mean, it's a chance we may see a one-two battle. I'm I'm just saying and they do guys playing New Orleans on TNT on February 16th, so I guess just the first okay. one will come in, not going to be national TV. There you go, there you go. The next one is national TV, though. So, yeah, we get to see them in front of Charles Barkley, you know? We know we know because of us, though. You say what? We know we ain't on national TV because of us, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course not. But we'll go ahead and take care of business on national TV for the night. Wanted to put us on there, but I ain't gonna lie. Speaking of national TV, I mean, watching the game, watching the game against the Spurs. I mean, just watching the game, you like, bro. We need to be on national TV more. Like, that's a fun team to watch. Like, come on. We weather, we weather watch Zion dunk the ball and lose. I mean, this is America, you know. We should be used to this. I think they finally won a national TV game the other night, finally. Finally. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Against the Bucks, I think. Yeah, Milwaukee. But, yeah. So, yeah, I got anything else? Nah. um, Good. Uh, It was good to definitely see the Grizzlies back. Um, If we can win three, four of these next four games – um, it'll be it'll be good, and I'm at this point. I'm not even thinking about Triple J and, and Justice Winslow at this point because the team has looked that good. They look really, really deep. Actually, <laughs> it's just like you really forget. Like not one time that I think about Triple J or Justice Winslow at all in yesterday's game. So um, good to have them back. I'm gonna be honest. I, after they said they supposed to be back in January, yesterday was January. That game was on January the 30th. Once they was not back for that game. I decided to erase both of them from my mind until I see them again. So I'm not even mentioning Triple J Justice. As far as I know, this is our team that we got right now. And when they show up, cool. Surprise. 
Was I say out of sight of mine? <laughs> yeah, and I believe if Memphis is really able to go ten to zero over this stretch, I need to be serious, serious uh, conversation about Taylor Jenkins for Coach of the Year. Um, of course, we said it last year, but I think like if you get to the ten game win streak, there's a good chance. Not just discuss like serious, like you almost may have to just give him the trophy. At this point, and just uh, play the rest of the season out. Cool. But remember, follow us, starting five, the number five, MEM, follow the Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies, and listen to other podcasts on the network, 3ND, Core 4, and GBB Live. Remember to follow me at the one underscore P Shark. And I'm at underscore Scott Little. I'm still floating on. And I'm at the yard of Trevor. Our letter will be to her capitalized except uh. And it's a preposition. Hashtag double the religion. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all follow me at Tev Shakir, T E V S H A K I R, holding it down in the paint. And Bainley efficient, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Until next time. Peace.